Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Coming to you live from the Gavin Bonds Fucks Baseball Studios. Skull Fucks Baseball Studios. <laughs> it's a Believe in the Southside Boys. I'm Steve-O. You can find me on Twitter, at DrunkShySoxFan. Joining me, as usual, my co-host, the one, the only, Final Five hater, Carrie. At that base by fan. What's going on, Steve? Thanks for the introduction. It's been a while. I know I uh, went to uh, Vegas for the bachelor party, and then last week was just kind of a wash. And then you also uh, bailed on two of our friends here because you went MIA. So it's good to be back. Yeah. Do you know what? Can I explain? My, can I have an alibi? Is that okay? Sure. Um, my alibi is that I went to the Sunday Sox game where they broke the losing streak against Tampa Bay and that that game was, what's up? Is that when you sat with Gabe? That's when I sat with Gabe and Gabe got me really drunk, like very drunk. Gabe was buying me beers left and right, you know, and no, of course not. Um, no, my dad was there with me though, buying beers left and right. Um, and we brought Tommy along. Our, my, our good buddy, Hot Take Tommy. Oh, I know you love him so much. Um, and all of his amazing baseball takes, you love them. Um, but he, we brought him to the game, so he bought beers too. So the beers were flowing, most definitely. And we also tailgated that day too. So there was just a lot of drinking involved. I, I, that's, that's my excuse. I don't know if it's a good one, but it's an, it's an excuse nonetheless. No. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I get it. Um, I just thought it was pretty funny being, you know, I was just like in Vegas and I'm just reading all this and Jim's like texting me and I'm like, I don't know what to fucking tell you. I'm, I'm not near anything right now. I'm, I'm not near civilization right now. You yeah. Know? No, exactly. How was Vegas, by the way? Um, Don't ever go to Vegas for uh, five days. Uh, big mistake, but a great time. My liver it, it is not well. Uh, my lungs are not well. Um, I stayed up till like 4.30 every night. You know, it's just, it's just a different place. And I fucking love it there. But like five days, like Friday night, I didn't get home till five o'clock, which is seven o'clock this seven o'clock Chicago time. So literally like talking to my fiance who was getting ready for her day. And I was, <laughs> Just still getting home. That's fantastic. Yeah. I can only imagine how hard this last work week was for you. I struggled. I called my boss Sunday and I was like, listen, I'm not coming in tomorrow. Like that's just <laughs> that's out of the question. I'm gonna work from home um and I'll be back Tuesday. So I, I just worked Tuesday, Wednesday in the office and uh this whole week was just that's why I didn't do anything this weekend. I'm like, I just want my body to recover. So <laughs> Fair enough. Also, um, I saw your final five from today, Carrie. That was fantastic. <laughs> Calling me Rockford scum. I very well, much appreciate it. It is what you are, but um, we still love you. Thank and you. I would like to point out that when I did go to Vegas, the Sox did not win one game. And every single day I was there, I was putting money on the other team. Like to There you go. Up, and I was winning money just against the White Sox. So like, Vegas was good to be with the White Sox, so that was fun. There, there you go. Fantastic. Betting against your own team. I never have it in my heart 
to bet against my own team, unfortunately. I'm glad you do. I like money, so. Fair. Are you still on the fuck the White Sox train after uh, they have won four out of their last six back-to-back series against both the Twins and the Reds? Is it for, have they won five out of seven? Uh, yeah, it would technically be five out of seven. Yeah, I'll take that. But yeah, still fuck the White Sox. Um, you know, I just go back to that call that that guy made, Berto, before I, before Vegas and everything like that. Just like that encap- encapsulates how I feel about the White Sox still. You know, like it, it, in the end, it doesn't really fucking matter because nothing's changing with this asshole up top and the assholes in the front office. So. Absolutely. Cool. You you can win, but like, does it really matter? Like, yeah, cool. We're going to end up being 500 this year. I can smell it already. So you think there's zero hope left for a playoff push? I mean, they're going to be, if they're flirting with what they're doing now, I mean, what's their record? What, what are they? They're oh, oh, what 12 are they? 12 and 23. 12 and 23 now after today's. You still go to like a seven game losing streak, right? And then you like, do what the White Sox do and like, no, they'll go on a seven game winning streak and then like lose four in a row. Like you're still fucked. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think that they've put themselves in a hole here. Like last year, they, it was the same thing. They lost 10 games in a row last year and, and they never mm-hmm. recovered. They never recovered. So. It's a really deep hole to come back from. I always use the nationals. I don't know why I always use them as a benchmark because they had Anthony Rendon, who went off that year. They had Juan Soto, who developed into an incredible hitter that year. They had Scherzer and um, Strasburg and Corbin when he was good. Um, I don't think the White Sox are built that way, unfortunately. Yeah, Adam who was good. But yeah, I mean, even yeah, even Spanky had a solid season that year, right? Um, but I, I use them as a frame of reference, and I use their 19-31 and 31 start as you know the benchmark for okay are you really out of it or are you not really out of it i mean you're if you tell me the white Sox go what would that be seven and would that be seven and eight am i doing the math right there yeah seven and eight that would be where they're at right um and i think they're going to be better than seven and eight in their next 15 games i'm not completely counting them out yet and maybe that's just uh, maybe that's just uh, what do you call that? The eternal spring of optimism that I have in my heart as an educator, you know, as somebody that teaches the youth of America and works in a school. Um, maybe said. maybe that's what it is. I can't put my thumb on it. I'm not ready to write this team off completely yet. Tell I me mean, I'm crazy, Carrie. I think you are. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I I just don't see it. I mean, the record. I mean, like. They should have swept um, Minnesota, right? Like you, you got to finish that game off, and and even against Cincy, like you had the lead, you know, like they could have had, you know, what a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven game winning streak right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I mean, you got Kansas City, you got four against four against Kansas City. I think you have to take all four. Like Kansas City's not a good team, and if you and and I think if if you split, it's really bad. If you split against Kansas City. Oh, you can't afford to split against Kansas City. That's a series where you need to take at least three out of four. Like, yeah. I'm not going to be that guy that says, okay, terrible team comes into town. You have to take all four games or you have to take all three games. We have to remember two out of three ain't bad in baseball, right? 
if you consistently do it, if you consistently take two out of three, and that's what it's going to take for the White Sox. You either have to rattle off a big win streak, which they haven't done yet. Maybe it's somewhere down the line. Or you have to keep rattling off two out of three, take three out of four, another two out of three. You do the math. In the words of, of Will Ferrell, right? And is that old school? The math seems to check out. Yeah. You know, I mean, when, when you take, let's say you take three out of four and then you take uh, two out of three. Okay. That's five out of eight. Right. Am I doing my math right there? Yeah. I think so. And it's a, it's a 625 winning percentage. I mean, the Sox have a 625 winning percentage for the rest of the year. You're still sitting at, I think that's like an 88 win season carry. I, I mean, it's pretty good. An 88 win season, especially in the central. So yeah. I'm not 100% willing to write them off yet. Um, TA you also back. are forgetting that Eloy Jimenez is going to be gone f- until like July, probably. Yeah, I mean, they said, what was it, four to six weeks with appendicitis? That's that being like optimistic. I remember Adam Dunn had this and, and came back too early and just sucked. I mean, it's not his fault that this happened. This is right. like crazy, but the guy just doesn't play. I mean, he just doesn't play, but he 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 gets paid to not play, and it and it drives people crazy, you know. So you don't have Eloy anymore, okay? And you have no, you have nobody that can supplement losing that bat. So once again, you're in the same situation you've been in for the past three to four years now with this franchise. Is like. There's no depth in this franchise, and and the only depth you did have was at third base, and they're both fucking hurt. So like, I yeah. Well, Yoan's currently raking down in Triple A. He hit a home run today. Be up for this series. Yeah, hits a home run in a rehab stint game today. Um, and he'll be he should be back up very very shortly. This lineup, I and I hate to be once again the the eternal wellspring of optimism is so much better. And actually, like, at least from a talent perspective, could be considered a playoff team if Tim and Yoan are on the field and they're playing well. Um, I'll just leave it at that. Like, your infield is no longer Hans or Alberto and Lenin Sosa and let's shuffle in Jake Berger, who has been fantastic. Don't get me wrong about Jake Berger. He's actually been freaking fantastic. But we all know about Jake Berger's sample sizes, too. Right. Yeah. Um, on top of that too, like with a loy out, you're going to need once burgers back, you you slot them into DH, right? Yeah. Um, I, you can move some pieces around and the lineup isn't that bad on, on paper. Well, it, they shouldn't be that bad. I should say, I'll be honest. And we ragged our guy, senior socks for this earlier in the year. You know what my biggest concern is pitching? pitching starting pitching you know it starts with starting pitching and then works its way into relief pitching and for me it's really the starting pitching right now because number one they can't go any longer than six innings not a single guy in this rotation outside of a a blip start here and there goes longer than six innings Lynn isn't good enough anymore geo's too inconsistent he gets his one in five six starts where he goes longer than that Cease has been mediocre at best lately. 
Michael Kopech, same thing. So, and don't even get me started on Clev. Clev is a scrap heap pile grab that this team thought would be decent. Well, this front office apparently thought would be decent. He's not good. Uh, and everybody could have saw that coming too, which is just funny. But so, yeah, I mean, only a few like, you know, highlights you have in the uh, bullpen too. I mean, and it's funny because they're the guys that aren't even making money, which just encapsulates Rakan as a fucking GM too, you know? Yep. Greg Santos, Ken- Kenyon Middleton, like they're not making shit. They're doing the best. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, Keenan Middleton and uh, Gregory Santos have been freaking, honestly, especially for what they're getting paid, fantastic. Um, Yeah, Um, Kendall Graveman continues to be a bum. Um, Joe Kelly in his last couple appearances has looked actually fantastic, which gets me a little bit pumped about what he... He knows he's going to get traded, that's why. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. Yeah. yeah, and I mean you can't you can't overpay players. I, it's one thing once again you paid the bullpen, which this team has been known to do a really good job with reclamation projects in the bullpen. So why would you do that? On top of that, you then guaranteed money to guys like Luis and Aloy and and Yohan even, um, who hadn't proven it yet. Which you know just goes again to the indictment of Rakan, right? Like this. As much as we want to blame Jerry, as much as we want to blame Kenny, I Rick Hahn. It's a full effort of 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 some. It is, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Liam Hendricks does come back, so like the bullpen should just get better, right. just by guys moving down. You know, like Liam gets the closer job, and then you're gonna have guys like you know Graven go back to his eighth inning, and, and Joe Kelly eighth inning, and Santos even. You know, like. Lopez probably gets less pressure on him and goes to the seventh inning, you know, where he can just be a setup guy and he gets maybe he he becomes better just just from that. It's the starters, yeah, I agree. Senor definitely, you know, call that one. I mean, Giolito's been pretty good actually so far, and um, because he knows he's going to get traded as well. And then you have well, like he's in a contract year, right? Exactly, and you know they're not going to keep him, so they're going to get even if they're in or out of it, they're going to trade him. So, um. You know, and then Cease has been on and off, but like, and, but like, Copex is just not giving me anything, and 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 Lynn too. So yeah, I mean, I know you were ragging on me earlier about my my Copex comments, but I mean, I what are we to expect from Michael Copex at this point? Like, well, let's go down that route. I is he going to be a starter for the future? I mean, probably just because like people are going to keep giving him chances because of the talent level, you know? Um, because if he does hit, then, like, you've got a really good pitcher. But I don't know. I don't, I don't even know if he's going to be a bullpen guy. He's kind of, you know, he lets up home runs. I mean, he let up four home runs today, and mm-hmm. he does walk people. So would the right. bullpen be better for him, you know? So I don't think so. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I'm I'm with you on that too, and I know there has been talk of that that Kopech to the bullpen thing. The problem, the problem with Kopech to the bullpen that I I, I want to bring up is that Kopech during today's game got maybe it was the run insurance that helped him, but maybe it wasn't because he turned around at the bottom of the second and also got shelled. Right as that game progressed, Kopech got better. He can't do that out of the pen. 
he has to go out and be good from the first pitch he goes out there. Exactly. And, and that's not how Michael Kopech is. He's almost got like the Lucas Giolito effect. Like, don't fuck up in the first inning. Remember the whole joke about how Lucas Giolito would always give up a bomb in the first inning? Like, Michael Kopech, first two to three innings, like, keep your fingers crossed that he doesn't, yep. you know, get his tits completely lit. Um, so that's where I'm at with Kopech. I, the, the book is still out on him, and I, I think the stuff is fantastic. He's really got to develop another pitch. He can't be a two-pitch guy and succeed in this league. No, you've seen that even even with like Giolito, right? And he was that for a long time. So completely agree there. Yeah, yeah. And I know Cease's problems in particular have been at home, as Jordan Miller brings up here in the comments. I just hope that that's just kind of a mental thing for him. I hope he gets back to like he's got to prove it. You know, I think that's the problem is like a lot of props were given to Dylan Cease over last year, and rightfully so. He was fantastic, but he's got to go back to proving it. You know, he can't be a, a, a one-year wonder. Uh, the White Sox can't afford that. Um, and maybe it is the cold weather. Who knows? Um, our guy Sal in the comments and everybody who is in the comments, from Jordan Miller to Gabe to Shane Spaggs to uh, Sal here, thank you for joining us in the comment section. This is uh, always fun to have your guys' comments here to talk about White Sox baseball. Um yeah, I mean, they, as you said, Kerry, they, they could be on a seven-game winning streak right now, but they're not because they're not an elite team, right? I think an elite team, if this bullpen was elite, if this finish offense was elite and they could finish the job, then, yeah, maybe they would be on a seven-game win streak. They're not. So here we are, and the White Sox are not even middling still. They're still 12-23. and 23. Um, And as much as I rag on the pitching too. The offense hasn't been super fantastic either. Who do you want to see step up the most on, on this offense, Gary? I want to see home runs again. I, I don't yeah, know what home runs help runs on this team, but like, I just want home runs. I want Andrew Vaughn to hit home runs, and I want you know Luis's bat has lit up a little bit lately, but I want Andrew Vaughn to hit home runs, and I want you know. When Yohan comes back, he needs to hit home runs. You know, I mean, I don't get what the problem is with this team. Like, they just can't hit home runs. I mean, well, one guy that I, you know, that's actually been pretty good this year has been Yasmani Grandal. So, I mean, yes, I like been fantastic. His, yeah, his bat's just been very consistent this year, and he's been back to normal. So, I'd like to see just Andrew Vaughn, I think, just kind of is that guy. You know, I mean, I know he's he's actually been pretty decent – lately but i'm saying that home run wise like come on three home runs let's like especially with eloy out you, someone's got to step up and and then the other person i'd like to say is tim anderson yep right there in the comments from our guy gabe yeah tim anderson i mean no home runs i don't think he's hit a home run someone put something out like since like may of last year he hasn't hit like a that. home run. he's hit one home run in the last calendar year and i know injury plays into that as well but he's hit one single home run in the last calendar year. Horrible. You know, like like 365 day cycle. That's yeah, he's, he's gotta that's go deep. Horrific. He and I know a, he's he's more of a contact guy. So like he should still be hitting fifteen at least fifteen home runs from that guy. Give, give me ten to twelve. Give me ten to twelve out of him in a season, and I'm happy. Okay. Especially if he's going here's the thing. If he's hitting ten to twelve, 
and he's hitting at a 310, 320 clip, then okay. Okay. But yeah, he hasn't hit a homer since last May, apparently. That's I mean his third. He's hit 17, 20, 18, 17. I mean, he's used to hit. He had 10 home runs in the 60-game year. I mean, he's definitely capable of hitting 20 home runs a year. So I don't know what happened with his power. So Yeah. Uh, for contact, though, he's hitting 268. I mean, yeah, he's, he's not doing that. That's the problem. He's not doing that. His on-base percentage right now is 310. That's what his batting average should be. So um, that's the guy for me. If you ask me that question, who's got to step up the most, it's Tim Anderson. Because when this offense was elite, he was, as I think maybe it was Jason Benetti who first said it, right? The straw that stirs the drink. Yeah. Okay, He's the guy that's got to get everything going. And you can't have your leadoff hitter be a guy that's hitting 269, 310, 343. That's on. Yeah, it's unacceptable. And now let me just start with batting. I mean, fielding is one thing, right? I'm talking just talking strictly offense. That is just unacceptable numbers from a leadoff hitter. Props yeah. to Yasmani Grandal again outside of Jake Berger. He's been their best hitter. Would love to see more pop. Like you said, three home runs so far. That would be about 15 for the season. Yasmani Grandal has to hit more than 15 homers, I think, in order for this team to be cooking, especially like you said, with a boy out. Um, Vaughn, I think, is going to start heating up, which is good. Luis, man, I mean, that's talk about streaky players, man. Talk about streaky players. All of a sudden, hot for a series, all of a sudden, cold for a series. So I'm hoping the years, the years and the experience continue to be on his side because we've seen too much inconsistency out of him. Um, yes, OPS matters. It is not. Is it racist here? Is OPS racist? It's very racist. Okay, maybe that's maybe that's why this guy has great OPS, right? Yeah. <laughs> Andrew Vaughn. Um, it's okay. Andrew Vaughn's OPS is a seven twenty seven this year. He's got to be better too. So that's league average. He's hitting league average. I, I want him to be better in the league average hitter. He's your first baseman. Your first baseman. Has to be better in a league average hitter on a good team. 100%. So, um, Gavin Bonds today, Kerry. You want to talk about Gavin Bonds today? How about no, that moonshot? I'm no. not a big fan of him. You know what I think of him. I, I It's just like every other couple of days he sprinkles in, you know, a good game and then then just goes back to, you know, Shriek will he'll go like four for like 30 or some, like, some shit like that. So. Yeah, yeah. He's I mean, got to step up for sure during this stretch. Yes, absolutely. Without Eloy, one hundred percent. Both, uh, yeah, both him and uh, him and Luis. I'd really love to see have over a OPS of eight hundred, um, or at least close to it. Luis is seven eighty nine, so not terrible. That's yeah. pretty good. Um, just consistency is good. Um, well, Kerry, we got an upcoming series for the White yeah. Sox. That's um, Kansas City. Yeah, on the calendar, we got four games against the one and only Kansas City Royals uh, starting tomorrow. Uh, it's on the road, four games at Kauffman, and then Pedro Gafal the- return. Game. Yep, and then uh, a three-game set against Houston. How? Uh, yeah, first off, Pedro Gafal revenge series. Kerry, is that what you're predicting? Yes. Yeah, he knows these guys pretty well. 
Um, you know, you got your first game, Cease versus Greenkey. Greenkey knows how to pitch to these guys. I mean, you remember what he said? He's like, you just got to pitch these guys low and outside, and they'll go every time. So I'm hoping the Sox can get to him early, you know, to knock him out. Um, but I'm just hoping that Dylan Cease shuts them down, and I think he will. He Cease tends to pitch well against the Royals, I believe. So. Yeah, Cease versus Granky. I don't know what the line's going to be, but I really like the White Sox in game one, um, especially since Cease has been better on the road this year. I think a win like yesterday pumps a or like yesterday, like today, uh, pumps a little bit of life into this team. And, um, you know, yeah. they got to they turn around and get on the jet and uh, head to Kansas City today uh, from Cincinnati. So hopefully, uh, hopefully on short-ish rest, they do well. Um, then it's Giolito versus Jordan Wiles, and then whoever the Sox have going against Brad Keller. That's what's Lynn, uh, probably it's, win. Lynn, and then you have Clevenger on ESPN Plus. It says Thursday day game against Brady Singer. That's why I think you win the first three. You can afford to lose the last one with that scumbag Clevenger. So, well, and on top of that too, they got a stretch of games here. They played, you know. Um, I mean, they play, hold on, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, then turn around, go home, play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and this is on top of playing this entire weekend. Um, yeah, it's, it's dog eat dog. It's it's the dog days of summer already. It's heating yeah. up, and these boys are going to be playing a lot of games down the stretch. So who knows? Maybe if they do win the first three, maybe it's a, a situation where this team uh, – puts together a Thursday special lineup like uh, Tony LaRusso Sunday special. So I hope that's the case. I really do. Um, I'd love to see them sweep in Kansas city. I don't think they will. I'm going to go with uh, Brady singer has not been good this year. So I'm going to go yeah, with uh, down usually. Yeah. Win the cease game, win the geo game, lose the Keller game because somehow Brad Keller pitches well against us. And uh, uh, win the Singer game. That's where I'm going to go with. So, bold predictions here from your boy. Okay. So, I hope we're right, Kerry. I hope it's three out of four because they really need it. I'm just going to say three out of four. I don't know who's going to win what game or whatever, but I just think, uh, you know, I think they actually do win three out of four. And if they can somehow squeak a four-game sweep, then, you know, you might be actually cooking here. So we'll Absolutely. see. Absolutely. Well, we're uh, closing in on a half hour here real quick, Gary. Um, you got any uh, any final thoughts, final five thoughts maybe on, <laughs> uh, on this team and their performance this weekend? Yeah, I, finally you're seeing a little bit of life with this baseball team. Sucks about Eloy because you really needed that bat in there, especially when you get Yoan back. It's just like every time you get somebody back, somebody leaves. It's just a revolving fucking door. So, yep. you know, I just want to see some consistency and just get him healthy and, you know, hopefully he's back in, what, May, June, yeah, in like July sometime and, you know, they're maybe still in it and then it's, you know, go time from there. So, I yeah. don't know. It's just keep winning. That's this all you can do. I don't absolutely. care about it. Just win. Absolutely. Um, and this is why, as you mentioned before, depth depth is so, so important. This way you don't have to trot. And even though he had a good game today, um, you don't have to consistently trot Hans or Alberto or Lenny and Sosa 
or Romy Gonzalez out onto the field, you know, um, yeah. or, you know, rely on Oscar Colas to produce who's, you know, now back down in triple A. Um, yeah, I'm sure they'll hang the Jersey up in the batting gloves for Aloy win one for the Gipper style. Um, <laughs> it's so fucking pathetic. I really hope they don't do that again. The freaking funeral for, a lawyer for anybody. It's just go out there and just win baseball games. Just win baseball games. I don't care about anything else. Exactly. Go out there, win games. Um, I'm That's not it. completely writing off the season yet, but man, they got to keep up this uh, consistently keep winning two out of three. That's what's going to matter. Yep. Absolutely. Thank you again for those of you that tuned into us live. Uh, for those of you that don't tune into us live or, you know, are catching us for the first time, make sure you uh, rate, subscribe, review to the Sons of uh, – oh, wrong show. Uh, believe in the Southside show. Um, we are the Believe Boys, um, not those bums over at Sons of Honarchy. Um, we are on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Casts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, as well as live on YouTube every single episode. So make sure you hit subscribe and like on YouTube. Thanks so much for tuning in. We will see y'all hopefully around weekend. Who knows? Peace. See ya. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.